Walk out the door, you see someone that you know, and they ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine. Yeah. Okay. fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand hello you're listening to you okay hun a weekly advice podcast i'm your host ultimate frisbee and wraparound shades enthusiast dave and i'm mona lisa dressing gown wearer bitch oh low energy this week oh, i know my intro was terrible oh, i'm sorry and we're gonna combine our years <laughs> of experience listening to people complain and i complete lack of qualifications to solve a mixture of your problems and funny problems other people had that we found on the internet. I will read the problems, and my spiritual mentor, Mona Lisa, will do the emotional labour, provide the realness, and guide us to a workable solution, or at least that's how it's supposed to work. If you're enjoying the show, or if you're a regular subscriber, please leave us a review on iTunes, and tell your friends. And actually write your review, don't just do the stars. Write us down, let us know what you think. These are two things that would really help us grow right now. So Compliment us! <laughs> so we really appreciate your support. We'd also love for you to submit your problems. It could be your problem, a friend's problem, a problem we found somewhere else, or fuck it. You can even make it up. We would never know. To submit, you can tweet us at Podcast. You can email us on youokhunpodcast at gmail.com and if you want to stay 100% anonymous, you can leave us a message at curiouscat.me slash youokhun and these links will be in the show description. Yeah, do the anonymous one or even just the email because you know we're not going to tell anyone. Yeah. And just like bitch about someone. I don't know why more people want to take advantage of yeah, that. Yeah, tell us about your fucking shitty friends that you hate. Yeah, shitty partner, like, oh, your husband's an asshole. Yeah, everyone's got a shitty friend that they hate. Derek. You know... Get in touch and just bitch, bitch them right out. Totally. Let us know what an asshole everyone in your life is and we'll tell you to stop speaking to them. Sorry, we're a day late. Yeah, that's my bad. Um, I had diarrhoea everywhere. <laughs> is, so, that what you're, is that what we're going with? Yeah, that's the excuse we're going with because like, who's going to question that? That's true. No one questions diarrhoea. It's like the perfect job thing. Yeah, totally. Like you just, I have diarrhoea. Like That's just like yeah. game over. Where were you? Oh, I had diarrhoea. And they're like, it's okay, <laughs> never mind. Sorry, never mind. Like, don't be like, oh, I had an upset tummy, or like, oh, I had food poison. Just be like, I had violent diarrhea. <laughs> Get you out of anything. Well, S- speeding well, ticket, uh, diarrhea. Trumped up murder charge, diarrhea. <laughs> anything you want, diarrhea is the excuse for you. Yeah, that's true. Are we going to bother uh, talking before we start doing problems this week? Do we have anything to talk about? How's your week been? <sighs> yeah really busy I did have something I want to talk about but now I don't remember should we save it for next time <laughs> I don't have it I mean I just realised I have literally nothing I want to talk about like, I'm still here I'm still about. fat I'm still awful I still uh, the one thing I'm thinking about is ah so the one thing I keep thinking about is the story that you told me about someone naming their baby Pocahontas I mean fucking spoiler alert what? I was going to build it up to that, but you just like dropped the pure bombshell. Oh, really? I'm going to beep it out, and I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You're just like, Pocahontas. Ah, okay. But also, you know another <laughs> thing... Just sense of I, dramatic Sorry, I think about that a lot. Like, see, like, once a week, I probably think about that. But then I also, like, once a week, also think about the fact that your mum has a cat that, like, fully ate its last owner. That, yes, so my mum has a cat that, um, unfortunately, his owner was an elderly gentleman, passed away very peacefully, 
and did not have anyone to look after him. Uh, or come looking on him, rather. So, you know, not like us, we would obviously phone the police straight away if we hadn't heard from anyone over the age of 50. But, yeah, so um, the cat was on its own in the house with the dead man for a while and he fully ate him, ate him right up. I don't think he ate him entirely because the no, body's see, quite large. bones and all gone. <laughs> right. But you know what's funny? Okay, firstly, the thing, right, I do think about this like an awful lot. Like every once in a while I'm just like, yeah. And what's his name? Taj. Taj, that's it. Yeah. Uh, cultural appropriation. Right? I just don't acknowledge. Your mum just has so many cats that died. I just can't acknowledge these new cats, including, you know, Bean. the man-eater Taj. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I just think about it constantly, the fact that that happened. And I'm sort of obsessed with it. But can I just point out, though, for those cat haters, because, you know, I am, you know, a crazy cat lady. Yep. Probably, I mean, I hope people know that of me, just if they know one thing, just by yeah. the fact that our fucking cat is always on the podcast. Yes. But, you know, actually, your dog is more likely to eat you than your cat. You know, like, people hate cats and they're always like, well, your cat would eat you if you died. Any fucking animal, and your fucking hamster would eat you if it yep. could, you know, nibble its way through the bars. If there's one lesson you could take away from all this, eat your dog before it eats you. <laughs> Don't let him get to you first. But your mum's just like like living her life. What, what if he's got a taste? Like, I don't know. I mean, you know, the other, other meat, white meat. Like, what if he's got a taste for it? I hear it's pretty What succulent. if you're just like having a really deep sleep and he's just like nibbling at you? Just kind of sucking on your toes a little bit. <laughs> One day I'm going to get you human. Totally. And sometimes when the cats lick you, they kind of like toss and nibbles on my nails a little bit. What if like... Like honestly, he's gonna take a chunk. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you fucking tired. I never, I never stay in there. I mean, that's how that's how you want to go. To be honest, though, is it eaten by cats? To be honest, alive? I like obviously. If I die, I want to like donate every part of my body that can be used to help someone else. Like take everything, take my fucking eyes, take fucking everything. I don't care. Aside from that, if my cat could live. Eating my dead body. Through my flesh. Happily. Yeah. Happily. Like, in fact, when I die, just chop me up and purposely feed me to the cats. Yeah, I think that'd be a really beautiful and touching tribute, to wouldn't be honest. It? Wouldn't yeah. it be? Yeah. They'd shit me out. <laughs> I mean, that part would be... A, I'd give them diarrhoea. Quite, not quite <laughs> so romantic. Full circle well, back to the back of diarrhoea. <laughs> See, there's a diarrhoea for every occasion. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by... Diarrhea. Di- <laughs> I was, I was going to say like X-Lax or something that stopped diarrhea, but you're just like the fucking diarrhea council oh, all got together for a gives sponsorship. They're doing a really good job of promoting the benefits of diarrhea. X-Lax like what you lose to... Is that what you got when you got constipation? Yeah. What's the other guy? Imodium. That stops you having diarrhea, right? I think, I think so. I mean... I don't know. Does anything? I feel like I'm so some- old school. If I have a sore stomach, I take an Andrews. It's like, I've lived, uh, I'm like that old person. You know, I can have stomach cancer and I'm like, have an Andrews. Little do you know that I replaced your Andrews with bath salt several years ago and you're just in the middle of a full psychotic break. (sighs) Great. What other podcast news do we have other than a cat ate someone? And you ruining Pokemon. You still didn't even let me do the Pocahontas story as well. You fucking was ruined it. Was there more to it? It's you just spoiled that it. called their kid. Yeah, well, I wanted to, be, you know, I wanted to. Ah, you wanted to. But like, guess what this kid's called? Get a load of this guy. What's right. with calling your kid Pocahontas? Not like Jerry Seinfeld, that great comedian. And people might think you actually mean that. I'm being sarcastic. Right. Anyway, uh, podcast news. We have a problem from a human being. 
A real, real person. A real person. Who we have had a real person before. We have. But then we spent months not doing the podcast because we have no self-worth. And mm. we kind of started again at the start of the year. So technically, it's kind of like getting the first problem again for me. Don't know how you feel about it. And we actually also have another problem in the mailbox right now. I haven't even looked at it yet. Holy shit, it's finally happening. I'm so glad people are giving their actual problems. I know. I, I don't know if people just don't, like, can't be fucked, because, you know, that's probably what I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's fair. But also they just don't want to. But everyone has a problem they could share. It could also be a dumb problem or a really serious problem. We can handle it all here. That's true. We are multi-talented. Multi-faceted problem handles. Yeah, multi-faceted problem yeah, handles. We're not multi-talented. I have Should zero talents. business cards that say that? Loads of facets, though. <laughs> loads. Fucking full, full of facets. Brimming over with facets. Right. So that'll be our second problem. We will do that. But... Oh, actually, do you know what? I just had a thought that we hadn't thought about at any point with the podcast. Mm-hmm. What if, like this week, two people submit a problem and we can't do one of them? Oh, you don't have to do them straight away. You could just say to the person, they'll know. Yeah, but what if like 10 people a week start to give well, us problems? Well, then that forces them to keep listening for 10 weeks. Yeah, but then what if like another 20 people the week after? Are we just getting this 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 horrible backlog of problems? I don't feel like this, this will never be a problem. You We're just inundated with problems. We're just so. like drowning in problems. Well, I mean... We're not Jerry Springer. Ew. Can you check the computer? It's gone black. I'm scared it's not recording anymore. It's just went to sleep. Okay, that's fine. As long as it just goes to sleep, that's not a problem. Shall we crack on? Yeah. I have a problem for you. Yes. Are you excited? Yes. Okay. I don't know what this is about, so yes. I never know <coughs> what it's about. I'm so clueless in this. Just like real life. Yeah. Greetings to the Earthlings known as Mona Lisa and Dave. I have lived for millennia experienced infinite dimensions and travelled to distant corners of the galaxy that your puny organic minds could not comprehend. Time has no meaning for me. You fleshy meat sacks think of my people as gods. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I am also a human being, such as yourselves. Definitely not a weird alien lizard person living amongst your species, observing your behaviour, manipulating the outcome of global events, and preparing to devour enough souls to energise myself for the great hibernation ritual. And I have a problem for you. What a week it's been. During the 33 orbital periods I have been alive on this earth, I have never experienced one quite like it. You may have heard of a little website I created. It allows for puny earthlings to have completely normal interactions with each other on the internet, such as leaving comments and articles about immigration that begin with, I'm not a racist, but... Posting images of small, yellow creatures in blue overalls, (laughs) black gloves and goggles, with captions such as, Dear haters, I couldn't help but notice that awesome ends with me and ugly starts with you. Telling women that you've never met that you're going to murder them for having an opinion, then immediately sending them an unsolicited picture of your phallus. And reacting to friendships from your mother by deleting your account and moving to Instagram. (laughs) Yes, that's right. I am 100% normal human man, and I invented Facebook. Things have been going so well. I was gathering enough money to keep both my shareholders happy and repair the fusion engines on the intergalactic space orb that I travelled here in. Sorry. I mean to buy myself a lovely house. 
but one expose about how a shady group of Etonian technocrats funded by dark money from the right-wing billionaires had exploited my creation to influence the 2016 US elections and make Britain do a Brexit, whatever that means, has turned my world upside down. I don't understand why everyone is so angry. Do they not read terms and conditions? Did they not realise they've given me legal permission to do whatever I want to them, including translocate into their house at night, meld with their slumbering minds to get access to all of their memories and deepest darkest secrets and desires, then eat their dog? It's right there in plain English, on page 722,402, right below the section where I'm promised their firstborn is a blood sacrifice. What's the big deal? Every time I speak to another human person, all they seem to want to do is talk about themselves. So why is everyone angry at me? Sometimes, I feel like a real alien. Can you help me understand this better? If you do, I will spare you obliteration when the mothership comes to collect me, and you may serve as specimens to be poked and prodded in my trans-dimensional zoo. All hail Zuckerberg, galactic overlord of the Cronus Nebula, observer of a million dying suns, chief executive officer of Facebook Incorporated, <laughs> and president of the USA by 2024, probably. <laughs> I can't believe Mark Zuckerberg wrote us a letter. He seems nice. Yeah, oh God. So this is obviously about uh, the Cambridge Analytica business. I mean, I don't know that much about this. I do. Yeah, you do. But... Can I just state, like, this is pretty much my position on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Firstly, Berbatov is here. The cat is the cat is here. So, firstly, what did you think, people of Facebook, people on Facebook, what did you think was happening? <laughs> like, I feel like if you're dumb enough to not understand what these things are, you shouldn't just don't go on the internet. Second of all, Mark Zuckerberg is such a fucking nonce. It's a wet-lipped creep. Honestly, it's like pubie hair and that fucking dog shit film about him. Like, ugh. His big bulging wet eyes, that wet mouth. Yeah. That sort of wet, slimy skin that looks like if you just touched it, it would just flop off him. Have you seen all those pictures? Like, Mark Zuckerberg likes to go jogging. Look at him jogging fucking through fucking... China, all these bodyguards. I'm like, ugh. Gross. Ugh, ugh. And of course he did actually genuinely do like a tour of America, like, you know, getting to meet and greet the normal people of Rust Belt America, you know, totally in preparation for his presidential run. Well, that's fucked now, isn't it? So, yeah, I just, uh, I mean, yeah, you should start talking. You know more about this than I do. So basically, this is about the Cambridge Analytica thing, which I'm sure everyone has heard about yeah, by now. Yeah, because good God. If not, basically a bunch of pure creeps in England built a psychological profile, stole some information, some data from... Didn't steal the data, I'll get into that later. Took information on data about people from Facebook and used this, this great psychological tool they developed to pinpoint that voters in America who like the NRA and assault weapons are more likely to look at an article about Hillary Clinton's an alien from ISIS and that will change their voting impact and that's why Donald Trump's president. It's all bullshit basically. So number one we are not out here saying like if if you don't have anything to hide you wouldn't mind people having your data. Not like that. Uh, Facebook is a, a fucking evil completely but at the same time like it's like chill out it knows you like dirty dancing and bought fucking (laughs) fucking 
cat litter on Amazon. Like, chill out a little bit. So, it, it knows too much. It definitely. does. Facebook but knows too much But at the same point, like, jeez. But here's the problem, right? Everyone's like, ah, oh, Facebook, that's evil, you're terrible. Everyone knows your fucking data. Yeah, Every other social thing. media app knows your data. What's that? Like, people were freaking out this week. Like, Facebook has been keeping logs of my telephone calls. I'm like, what do you think WhatsApp's fucking doing? Well, that's the thing. I just, this is what I don't understand. I'm like, you get when you sign, see when you sign up to anything, you know, anything that makes you like put in an email address and like all of these things, mm-hmm. that's taking your data. Yeah, completely. Every time you sign up and you make an account with a fucking, you want to buy clothes, they tell, they can tell Everything that you buy, they can tell where you live. They can tell fucking that shit information. Yeah. When you go onto Amazon, Amazon fucking know literally everything about you. Like all these things do that. Like, what do you think is happening? Like, do you, do, you, do anyone have a credit or debit card? Because guess what, Visa selling your fucking information. Right. I'm like, see anything like that? Like, I just, I, I don't want. This is what I don't get. I just didn't never got why it was a surprise to people. So basically, so that's a good question. Let mm-hmm. me feel that. It's not really a surprise to people. Like, I think some people are, you know, getting their panties in a twist because it's like the pure public outcry of the week. Right. But it's not really a surprise to people. What people are getting so excited about over this is that essentially it gives them a, a MacGuffin or an excuse, basically, to be like, well, we can undo Donald Trump and Brexit because they cheated by doing psycho psychokinetic mind powers on Facebook. Okay, so can I just make my points really clear about Donald Trump and Facebook and Brexit, right? Yeah. Firstly, Donald Trump, who, since that even was a whisper, who has been saying since then that he will be president? Me. This guy. No, I, have been say- I have been saying the whole time, right? And, like, the thing is with Donald Trump, it isn't a mistake. Donald Trump isn't a mistake that he's president. He's president because America fucking voted for him. Yeah. And Brexit happened because more people wanted that because the world is garbage. Full stop. Yeah, that's the problem. Full stop. Everyone's looking for, like, the fucking... The fucking excuse because you fucking... The, the, the thing that will reverse Brexit. The porn star that will undo Trump. They're looking for these magical things that'll make, oh, ooh, I'm going to take a magical potion and all my, all my problems are going to go away. No, we fucking got here because capitalism failed because baby people, boomers are monsters baby boomers are monsters everyone is a fucking greedy nasty sociopath because the world is trash we are garbage people and we got exactly what we deserve and you can tell because we fucking voted for it no one got fucking tricked number one number fucking one do you actually think that why is it that people just attribute this genius to someone like Cambridge Analytica oh well the, an evil company with a cool name they must have suddenly developed this perfect cycle it's probably fucking dog shit right and also see that see the pure algorithm or whatever they created to like target people because that's what it is right they take data and they target people yep right uh that's called marketing. See your fucking madmen that all you fucking normie white people love. Ooh, prestige TV. What do you think fucking Don Draper was doing? That's what marketing and advertising is. It's always been. Yeah. T- targeting is always existed. Pseudo scientific, pseudo psychological fucking claptrap. Completely. It's Trash it's just, garbage. Now it's happening. Everyone's fucking losing their shit. I know it's. It's just what bothers me about it is there's there's a number of things that bother me about it. Number one. I don't believe for a fucking second that a bunch of fucking coke-sniffing 
public schoolboys who had all this funding by fucking creepy billionaires to make this company had any actual fucking psychological power over people. Number two, if you want to target people on Facebook, you could do that already without paying £10 million for some special fucking magic psychoanalysis machine. And number three... Are we actually going to be like, oh well, you influenced the election? How do how do you know how Barack Obama got re-elected in twenty twelve? Big data, Can fucking I just say, big data, right? But in a way, right? So, you know, whoever you you know through time, the the upper classes have ruled the world, right? And then you think about it, like you know, powerful people always rule control things, and then you have like the, in the eighties, it used to be like the bankers. Yep. And it still is the bankers. Yeah, but also, now. but also, it's the fucking tech monsters. The tech Nazi monsters. Yeah. So, like your your Mark Zuckerberg and your fucking Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, right? all these fucking. And I'm like, but this is the thing. Yeah, of course they're fucking. Of course, of course they have. They're you're surprised that they're having some sort of impact on the world. What did you think was happening, or will always happen? What What's happened here is is. This isn't news. They didn't eat, Facebook didn't, there wasn't a data breach as well. What that company no. did was they built an app, right, that you clicked on on Facebook to go and do a personality test and you gave it permission to access your Facebook profile and make a list of everything that you liked. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, it was a personality right, but see test. see those tests on Facebook or anywhere on the internet that say, oh, do this test. But in order to get your results, we have to access your Facebook. Don't press, don't press yeah. the access button. What do you think? Do you think that's free? Here's here's a little fucking life lesson. Nothing in life is free, bitch. Nothing. So what they did was they took the information. So it was like, ah, oh, Lisa hates Game of Thrones. And she gets angry when she sees cars. I don't know, like you, you answer the personality question. They, they built an idea of what you're like. And then they paired it up with what you were interested in. Right, and then what they also did was popped into your friends list and just got information about what your friends liked as well, and then they took the data sets about people that like Game of Thrones get angry at cars, and they extrapolated it into this huge audience that they created using Facebook, and then they said, right, how will we get people again? The example that I saw on the fucking great expose about Cambridge Analytica was literally like oh we discovered that people who like guns will be annoyed if we say that Hillary Clinton's going to take their guns away no fucking shit I could go on Facebook right now right I could literally go on Facebook right now I can go make an advert and I can target you by the things that you buy on your credit card I can target you by where you went to school what your level of education is what your income is I can target you by how many people live in your house I can target you by if you've got someone's birthday coming up I can fucking target you by God, the, the fucking most messed up shit how does Facebook know when my house insurance is going to run out because it does know that it can say your house insurance is about to run out and that's information that's sold to Facebook by other companies by Expedian by Visa by fucking Oracle guess or these other fancy James Bond sounding data companies and I guess that's the problem though I think people aren't aware of what is actually happening on, the, on these things no. when you sign and not that the internet's to blame it's just when you sign you put your information and fuck it a lot of it's like ease of use Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You want an you want a fucking you want to have an account somewhere so it can store your information so you don't have to keep putting it in every time. Yep. Well, you want that bitch? That's what's happening. It, right. It's taking your shit. But I just I don't even believe that it did anything. I don't think it swayed anything. I think any attempt 
to say that <clears throat> blame it on anything else other than just the fucking collapse of neoliberalism. Completely. I mean, ultimately, it was giving the people what I want. You're yeah. a dumb fucking racist. You want fucking horrible fucking racial articles. There you go. You know, you hate Hillary Clinton. Here's some fucking Hillary Clinton's a lizard article. I mean, she is definitely a lizard. Have you seen that picture of her laying the egg? That's true. I mean, I fucking hate Hillary Clinton. Yeah, of course. But... So what's really funny about Hillary Clinton that people... I mean, one day we'll get to do an episode on her, but at the mm. moment, I don't ever want to hear about Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders ever again as long as I live. Because people mm. are still having that. That was two years ago. People are still fighting that shit out on the internet every day, and I'm sick of looking at it. But I'd love to do Hillary. Because I hate her. Yeah, you hate her more than I do. I do. You feel a little bit sad because she was a lady and she could have been a president. But then at the same time, it's like, see that, if that's what we're going for, like, you know, we've had Margaret Thatcher and we know that I am not a fan. Absolutely I mean, no one is, but oof. And then look at fucking, you know, I mean, just because, I mean, you know, I again, I think that's one of the things, it's funny, I just talked about that in an article. Like, we, we focus so much on who's a leader of of the UK or America because, you know, oh, we think our countries are so important. Bitch, there's been plenty of female leaders. We just need to, we should focus on these women more. Mm-hmm. These women that aren't monsters. Was it India that had the first female leader in the 60s? Oh, no. I, I don't know. I'm a sexist, so I don't care for Not such India, information. Not India, Sri Lanka. Uh-huh. I'm sure it was. Okay. Yeah, maybe Sounds I'll good write an article me. about her. Maybe you will. Yeah, she. Um, yeah, but like, Hillary, I think we should do an, an episode on her. You used to yeah. have some real strong feelings about her. I guess I mean you will not shut me up. I'll do the full like hour and a half on Hillary Clinton. <laughs> um, I don't want to labour the point this too much. Just to conclude, there is Facebook are garbage. Facebook are a dumpster diving fucking shit heap of a company. They are evil. They are farming data. So is every other tech company. Everything, every permission you give, they're all fucking doing it, right? And the whole Cambridge Analytica thing is a red herring. If you want to fucking quote-unquote undo Donald Trump, if you want to undo Brexit, why don't you fucking address systematic inequality gig contracts, no housing, wage stagnation, imperialism in the third world, all the fucking laundry list of shitty bullshit things about our fucking lives and maybe then people would be happier and wouldn't fucking, you know, be really angry about Polish berry pickers taking their jobs and their benefits at the same time or whatever the fuck it is the right wing's banging on about Mm. this week in Britain. There is no boogeyman Facebook, Cambridge yeah. Analytica, they're all boogeymen. They're all there all the time, but, the but it's not for the reason well, you think. Though, but the problem is as well, though, like the media is so terrible, so much, that everyone jumped on that story and everyone... See, because people are so desperate for content and, like, no one's willing to fucking ah, the pay new, good the money for cycle, it. Yeah. yeah, the fucking terrible, terrible media organisations just, just spewed out millions of these fucking articles about like here's how to delete Facebook like who you should be deleting your Facebook and it's like it isn't even about that like honestly I just never understood it you did not understand that that was happening to you this whole time yeah well dum 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 so what's your advice to Mark Zuckerberg I mean honestly get back in your spaceship you alien bitch I don't want to bring out oil classic but 
I don't know if he should kill himself. K-I-L-L-Y-O-U-R-S-E-L-F. Kill yourself. That's your jingle. Is that my jingle? It's made up for you. Do you like it? I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know. He's not evil enough to have warranted that. I just think he should give all his money to charity and just live in like a two-bedroom semi bungalow. No, like a bungalow. Yeah, not a semi. Live in like a two-bedroom bungalow. Just somewhere in like Wisconsin, and Why just not bother and... anyone ever again because I don't want to see his dumb, ugly face. Why doesn't he go live in one of the fucking homeless fucking alleyways that he's created in San Francisco with all his tech friends? Why don't he go fucking stay there, see how that is? Yeah, it's a good idea. You fucking ugly dipshit, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Okay. You alien motherfucker. Ugh, his face is just ugh, ugh. You know, I feel like I know what he smells like. Kind of like Talc. S- no, like baby sick. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he's got like a baby sick oh, smell about him. A little bit like a sandwich that's been left in the car too long. Like a hot meal kind of smell. Yeah, totally. You know, like, hot it just mayonnaise, feels like yeah. a, you just kind of flicker your nostrils, like, oh, what is that? Hot meal. That was actually my stripper name. <laughs> so I, th- I would quite like to, if you please, madam, move on to the next problem because it is long and it's our, it's our first actual problem in ages and fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, let's do it. How do you feel about that? Yeah, so, let's do it. Uh, I don't... I, I'm going to read the letter out but I can't put wacky music over it when I edit the podcast. Should I put CD's music over it? Should I put no music over it? No one wants to just hear me speaking. I'm very nasal. You could put just like a, a kind of... A, a middle, no, mid-level, like a kind of medium, a, me, a medium music. Like circus music? <laughs> like not, not, not dumb and not cheery and not sad. Okay. You know, like just to kind of, like. Should I find something kind of atmospheric? Yeah, like, no, but like not too atmospheric, sort of. Right. Like, like a, like Muzak. Okay. You know, like that it's kind of like you hear it, but you don't really hear it. It's not like it's right. bothering you. Okay. Like chilled out beats. <laughs> yeah, oh, chilled out hip hop beats. Lo-fi yeah. hell, chilled out yes. study beats. The, yes. the greatest channel on YouTube. Okay, yes. I'll put that over the background a bit. Right, so <clears throat> buckle yourselves in. This is quite a long letter, but thank you very much to our contributor, who I'm going to keep nameless because I'm really good at people's anonymity and stuff. Um, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. So okay. ready. So, about a year and a half ago, I met this guy at a time of my life when I'd lost my faith in love. I'd just left a very complicated relationship with a sex addict 10 years my senior. I, I was 17, he was 27. And he brainwashed me into the ways of free love, relationship anarchy, BDSM and so forth. He had even convinced me to become a sex worker to pay the rent and because he thought it was cool. Great. During that time, I was very jealous. I acted slutily to compensate for the fact he didn't love me or believe in love at all and I'm convinced that the eating disorder I'm battling developed from the stress of being around him and catering to his needs. As for my new boyfriend, I had, long before we met, already planned to spend the winter season in Austria to become a ski teacher. After falling in love, I had a lot of conflicting feelings about going away, and I didn't want to ask of him to stay in a snowy hell waiting for me. After my previous relationship, I was not looking for love, but it found me at the wrong time. We decided to try a long-distance relationship. He was from another country and postponed moving home to wait for me, living a fairly miserable life in my native Sweden. 
We spoke on the phone for almost an hour every day. And to begin, things were not too bad. On the other hand, it was always a bit hard, always having to be the one ending the conversation, because I had somewhat more social responsibilities, mostly to do with drinking. I started feeling guilty that sometimes I didn't want to sit in silence on the phone with him, while for him, it seemed to be the thing that kept him going. Despite us both having slept with similar amounts of people, he acted jealous because I'd been honest about my previous loose attitude to dating and sex. He didn't seem to trust me. The day before I was going to fly back home over New Year to see him, I got really drunk. Like, really, really blackout drunk. I ended up in the sack with a guy who was my closest friend there. I was too guilty and ashamed to tell him. There didn't seem to be a suitable time, and it really meant nothing to me. It was just a stupid mistake, and despite it all, I really did love my boyfriend. After New Year's, however, I started to spiral. I was disappointed with my job, I began drinking more and more, and I was binge eating in secret. I wanted to forget my mistake, but he was still jealous, and right before I was due to return home for the last time, I cheated again. When I returned home, we moved in together. We'd been living together for a year, and despite us both developing alcohol dependence, despite me looking after him physically and mentally, Despite some bad fights, including one where he broke his arm punching a wall, and despite me being the main caretaker of the household, I was mostly happy. Unfortunately, after a year, it all came out. After a January spent off the rails, drinking, getting high, and relapsing in my eating disorder, I told him all my secrets for catharsis, including my cheating, and we broke up. To begin with, he had a lot of anger and resentment, which I understand. He was convinced I'd slept with everyone in Austria and said I'd ruined his life. I felt like shit and started drinking and binging more, and despite it all, he's encouraging me to get better and seek out treatment for my alcohol and substance abuse and my eating disorder. We're living apart, and when he's sober, we're on good terms, and he's worked towards forgiving me. But there have also been drunken texts and screaming phone calls about what a whore I am. I'm not taking care of myself, I'm still drinking, and I don't hesitate to take a cab to see him in the middle of the night if he hints at it. I'm still giving him money for food and paying for half of his rent. He tells his friends we broke up because of my infidelity and mental instability, but we're still drinking, smoking and sleeping together, and we discuss that maybe further ahead we could have something beautiful. I feel like I'm falling into the same trap I always do trying to mother and take care of a guy who doesn't know what he wants or what he should do, but tells me I'm the one who's fucked up. I don't know if it's guilt or pity, and part of me wants him to find someone else so he wouldn't need me anymore. I cheated at the beginning of a relationship, and now that it's over, we both have to heal and quit our bad habits, though we seem to not be able to stay away from each other. I accept the consequences of my shitty actions, but how can I respectfully tell him to just sort out his life and get over me, lest I never will be able to do it, even for myself, preferably without seeming like more of a bitch? Well. Wow. Thank you. I mean, um, I, I emailed you back, uh, or we emailed you back, and thank you for being able to put together what's quite a long and complex problem that you have. Like, 
I wish sometimes that I had like the foresight to have a problem and see it at that kind of scale, like from the beginning. But sometimes that's how it goes, you know, it's uh-huh. like one to the next. And thank you for being so honest and like... Mm-hmm. It's, it's difficult to be that honest and it's also really difficult to see your part in something because we do always talk about how, you know, for most things that happen between couples, there is everyone's got a part to play and obviously there there are some exceptions to that rule, but generally there is a case. Everything in a relationship is a two-way street. Mm. And I... I guess part of me is just so worried. This is always a difficult thing when it's when you're speaking to a real person because you do worry mm. that you're going to like say something that upsets them or bothers them. But, yeah. you know, to be honest, I... I I don't, I'm not saying that we're like, we've had the same situation, but like at all, but there's a part of me that I feel a connection with this person in a way. Like, there's times I would used to describe myself as very self destructive. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately that's kind of what, what she's doing a little bit. I mean, yeah, I think that's fair to say. I think like, this is someone who understands that they are drinking in excess, that they are relying on recreational drugs, that they are sleeping with someone they shouldn't be sleeping with, and who recognises that, you know, you have to recognise that you have an eating disorder and, and be mean, able to point out a relapse as someone who's very self-aware of that disorder. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. There's so many things happening here. There's trauma yeah. from, especially your past relationship. There's trauma from, you know, the the, the, the guy that you just split up with. Mm-hmm. And there's, there is there is a lot of self-destructive behaviours and there's a lot of spiralling. Mm-hmm. But there is also, and it's so hard to see that when you're in it, yep. but there is also a lot of positiveness that I can see from, from this. A huge amount of maturity and introspection. Completely. See. see, to be able to, because you're right, I, I mean, I never even really thought about that, but you're right, to be able to, like, lay everything out there, yep. you know, it is actually really, really skilled and also shows a, a willingness to like improve things. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's so hard because see, some people in life will have never, will just sort of stay on a level and they'll never really spiral into a dark place. Mm-hmm. And if people that have never been there will never understand what it's like to spiral. One thing happens, it's one fucking thing and the next fucking thing happens and yeah. the next fucking thing happens. And then it just becomes like, you're like, oh, fuck, I don't even know where I fucking got to this place. Yeah. And certain things will make this worse. You know, drinking. Yep. All of these things, really, drinking. Drinking will make everything so much Uh, worse. Yeah, out of everything, drinking is probably the worst of the whole thing. Yeah, completely. Because, you know, the thing is, if you're having difficulty with kind of uh, addictive behaviours, um losing your impulse control every time you have a drink is not is not going to be helpful with that and um, she did I mean I haven't had to edit the letter down because mm. it was very very big uh, but she did say at the end any tips on staying sober would be helpful too so I mean so uh, we're we're actually really teetotal now yep we are um, and you it, we both did our fair share of partying you more so than I mm. um, when I met you I don't know. I'll, I'll let you get tell your own well, story. You can, actually, I mean, you can. I don't mind. Well, you know, we, we did that as well. We both kind of relied on alcohol and recreational drugs a lot um, when we were younger, and and as we kind of got older, and as we kind of 
not matured. I guess just got kind of tired and sore all the time. I, mean, I think you were. I, I mean, I, I think we had a different. Like, I think I definitely had a bigger dependency on it. Yeah. But like, there was a period when I would drink a lot, a lot, excessively. Like, mm-hmm. I went through a stage of like three months drinking a bottle of red wine every day, like every day, and mm-hmm. it wasn't just drink. I I went through stages of doing a lot of drugs. And it never got to the point of any... I, I, I wouldn't say I had an addiction, but... It's got a dependency, though. Yeah, it was... I would say it was just, you know, not bad habits, I guess. Yeah. For lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah, bad habits. In a way. And it, and I don't really think you need to qualify how, how different... Yeah. Ultimately, I became... Rela- I was becoming... I could see how that could happen. Mm. I could see that path I was on. You know, and I and I know a lot of people have struggled with that too. It it becomes like this thing that you just it's so familiar to you that you don't even really question it until you realise, oh, actually, I'm not you know, I I, I am drinking way too much yeah. and I'm doing too many drugs and I'm doing and for me it's taken like just, you know, like a small mental breakdown and like a huge journey <laughs> of mental health. Ultimately, now I don't drink. Yeah. Well, one, I feel like I got the party and I got all that out of me. And some people need that. Some people need to get that out of them. Yeah. Like, it's funny. Mike always says that. Our, my friend Mike. Hey, hey Mike. Mike. Um, he always like, he, you know, we kind of got that out of our system. Yeah. Even though he continued a little bit after I mean, that, That's how but, you guys see it. But I, can I just interject here? Because mm. I don't necessarily see it that way mm. as such. I think like a lot of the time you drink because you're alone or because you're scared or because you can't cope. And I think that it wasn't so much a case of you got it out of your system. And correct me if I'm wrong mm. here. But I definitely think there's an element of your life changed direction and you found maybe a kind of inner peace that you didn't have before. And it almost, we didn't really, we didn't, neither of us made the kind of like conscious decision to be like, I'm not drinking anymore or to like become teetotal. It just kind of gradually happened as we've kind of settled more into our lives and our own skin a little no, bit. No, no, mine was far more conscious and I felt than that. Oh, you didn't tell me about it. Thanks for the <laughs> It wasn't up. that it was necessarily, because I wasn't drinking. My, my drinking had got less and less and less. Ultimately for me, it was more that... I knew, look, here's the tea with this. See if you have a problem with mental health. Drinking isn't a great thing to do. No. It, it, and I'm not saying you can't drink, but one, it can be hard to control your emotions when you have issues with mental health. Mm. So the, 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 the stimulus from any sort of substance isn't generally a great idea. And then adding in like the hangover it just it was so hard to cope with and ultimately when you're trying to keep your mental health and your sort of emotions if you're if you're trying to like understand them and know what's triggering for you or whatever adding a substance into that is just like you know throwing a cat amongst the pigeons to me um but part of it was i just wanted to leave a lot of that unhealthy stuff behind mm. you know i was too i felt you know everything hit me a lot harder as well as like hangovers and come downs just I felt like I was going to die. Mm. Even stopping smoking. You know, I stopped all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not any healthier for her. <laughs> um, But I think what I'm saying is there, there's a part of... I can, I can see that sense, like, 
And I hope I hope she doesn't get offended when I say she she seems it's a little self destructive. No, that's not offensive. Well, it's not offensive to you because oh, the first time oh. I got told I was self destructive, right. I was so fucking offended. Okay, and I was like, "Fuck you! I am not doing this." You know what I mean? Like, because it's almost like someone's blaming you for shit that's happening to you. Yeah, and I was just so fucking offended by it. But ultimately, it was true. But. And that can be a hard thing to hear if that's mm-hmm. your issue. But like, firstly, I think the the first relationship you were in, I think you haven't even had time to process that. No. That sounded really fucked up when you were really young. Yeah. A really fucked up situation. Like, fuck that guy. Ironically, if, you know, going away, like going away to a different country for a while if you'd done it single, might have actually been a good way to process that. And, and, but and life gets in the way. Totally. As they say in the rom-coms. And well, and this is the difficult thing. You're right, because part of that catharsis of being away in a new place, like meeting new people, but I think you're right. It's that it's that annoying thing where, you know, you kind of met someone and you fell in love and timing is sometimes, that's not always the, the best mm. thing. Um, And I think your relationship with your kind of current ex, ah. Uh, I feel like I know this situation as well. Yeah. And it's like, I get when you feel a responsibility to someone or you feel like a tie to them. But again, this may sound harsh as well. Two broken toys aren't good together. No. And he is, he obviously is carrying his own issues. And one thing that really occurred to me like a lot when I was reading through the letter Mm. was that when you're talking about the year after you moved in together Mm. and you said you know, for the most part, you're happy. But I I think if you if you have, like, a list, and it is a list of things that weren't good, you having to look after him, the mm-hmm. fights, incidentally, punching a wall is abuse. It's basically him just saying, I could punch you, but I'm choosing not to. It's a, an implicit threat, so that's actually abusive. But other than that, the, the screaming and the jealousy, because jealousy is an incredibly abusive thing. Convincing you that you are crazy is gaslighting you. Mm-hmm. These are all incredibly abusive behaviours and you're aware of them because you're listing them. So you're not happy. Like, you went from a guy that wouldn't even tell you that he loved you to a guy that is jealous and loves you. And I think there's definitely a sense of validation that you'd have been looking for that you're getting from your current ex. But you're not happy, and ultimately, I think I'm not. And we're I'm not. We're not coming for your current ex either. Like he may be a really nice guy for like you know, but just ultimately, you two at this point in your life seem to be oil and water a little bit. You know, well, I mean, he's he he's. You've talked a lot about yourself in the letter. Less detail about him, which obviously is fine because it's about you, but. The little things like the jealousy, like jealousy is one of the most kind of um, common abusive mm. behaviours, is that extreme jealousy. Calling you a whore, making you feel bad for sleeping with people when you guys are kind of on the same number. Like that's abusive and manipulative. So, and and also, also it's making you that person, so why not just fucking cheat? But then it's like when you do cheat, he's like, well, I knew it. And it's yeah, like... he devalues it. That's, that's uh, self-destructive from you're, him. You're stuck in between a he's, rock and a hard place. He's literally what like you do. hounding you away from him and then being like, I knew that was going to happen. You're a whore. You're a harlot. You're a slut. You're a hussy. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But like the other thing is like recently, the fact that he is speaking to 
your shared friends. That's that. And, and, that. and talking, telling them you're crazy no. or hooking up in the fucking Completely. background and talking about your future together. That is fuckboy bullshit. Can I just take this a little bit? You're right, because this was my big issue, right? Yeah. See that. See if he's doing stuff like that. Now, again, this isn't like he may be a fine person generally, but if he is doing that, he does not respect you. Like, and I know that sometimes people are scared to say stuff like that, but I know so many women that have been treated like that. Mm-hmm. Do not ever let someone treat you like you are nothing. Like, never, never. You, ultimately in life, you allow someone to treat you badly. And I'm not saying that, as always, I'm not saying that, like, full stop. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, in this situation, you're allowing that to happen. Yeah. And you should not. Now, it's not even your fault, because I've done that, everyone's done that. Yeah. We've allowed people to treat you badly, and you don't fucking see it at the time. Mm-hmm. You don't see it like, wait a minute, why am I letting this person do this to me? You need to fucking see that. He's not better than you. You need to see your worth, and maybe you can't at the moment. Yeah. And I mean, we've all been there. A man who is willing to scream at you, and shout at you, and call you names, whilst taking your money to pay for his rent uh, right, while letting you right. like, look after him and wipe his big boy bum <laughs> and right. fucking like, like but then he's, he's all like text you in the middle of the night but he's just like you out, but yeah like, but you're you're his dirty secret like that is abusive manipulative behaviour and you have gone to him because again like I think I mentioned earlier I believe anyway it seems to me like you've gone to him because the jealousy is like excessive validation where you were used cool. to none what you need to is not to wait for him to break up with someone else. And this this might be hard. This is something that you might not manage the first try, might not manage the second try, but you need to distance yourself really this, dramatically. So this is exactly him. what I was going to say. Yeah. And not even, I don't even think it needs to be a conversation necessarily with him. And I'm not saying ghost him, but I'm just saying, look, I, I mean, distance yourself from him. But ultimately what you need to do generally is... You, oh, it sounds really cliched, but you need to focus on you. Mm-hmm. See, 100%. part of when I when I was like, I don't, I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm going to focus on my mental health. All these things, and obviously, I had you throughout that. Yeah. But like, if 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 you were treating me badly, I would have had to be like, yeah, no, I can't. Cut ties. Like, and I think you know this, and I think that this is why you wrote this letter because I think that you know. I think. See, the fact that you're acknowledging all of this, Mm. this to me is like the beginning of a journey to me. Mm -hmm. This is like, I need to get all this shit out there because I think you know what you need to do. I think you know that you need to focus on yourself. And I know that sounds like such a fucking cliche thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just focusing on myself right now. I know it sounds like assholes say that, but it's not. It's not. (laughs) <laughs> you, you're born alone and you fucking die alone. All you, all, you can have partners and I love you, Dave. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that's good of you. You know what I mean though? Yeah. Like ultimately, seeing the pure dark of night when you're fucking, you can't sleep and you're having a fucking breakdown, you'll feel alone. And so you need to have yourself to be able to rely on. Yeah. So you need to, get your shit together. And, and I'm saying that from someone who's got the, still not got their shit together. Yeah. Trying for a really long time. And I know what the, the the pushback to that would be, but you feel guilty because of the cheating. You did what you did. It was wrong. 
because the terms of the relationship you'd set out meant that you were going to be monogamous or whatever, but you did it. Relationships aren't black and white. Mm-hmm. Two wrongs don't make a right. And so it, you need you need to you've told him which was the right thing to do. You've been honest about it. Don't let it burden you and anchor you to this toxic person. Learn from it. You can't Learn let to, him punish you forever yeah, for that. Exactly. And he will hold that over you and forever. Like you talk about having a beautiful future together. It will not be beautiful because he will weaponize that against you until the day you die. Well, it's, I mean, not necessarily, but I can. I think he will. I, well, think, I, can, yeah. I, can, I can tell a fragile male ego when I see one. But I think ultimately you need to almost stop thinking about him. You know, like if someone is your responsibility, you're not his mummy, and he he is he will. I'm a man, right? And we will push push it as far as we can to get what we want and that is absolutely the virgin the mother and the crone right we, we want someone to fuck us we want someone to be pure and to show off and we want someone to fucking clean our dirty underwear that's what men want and they will do anything in their power to achieve that whether it, and it, a lot of time it's projecting this helplessness but it's so hard to leave someone that you care about or you feel because I have that like you know and like in a way, being not like a people pleaser, because I don't even seem like a people pleaser, but I am in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there is such a fear that someone will hate you or like, because you just, there is, there is that fear around it. And so I feel like she has a fear of leaving him. Mm-hmm. But then in a way, she also, and you can, and that's the thing, you can be quite, con- feel quite contradictive about it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I think that you, 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 that you'll, you need time alone, but you also know that you feel you have this, like, draw to this other person. This sort of, uh, and ultimately, I think that'll be your first test. Mm-hmm. And I think, see, when you're trying to put pieces of yourself back together, there is not fucking room to fucking help him, and that's ultimately the problem here. Yeah, like when you're. Especially dealing with substance, with any sort of addictions, anything like that. Oh, your eating disorder as well. You don't have time, room in your brain or time to deal with his shit. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you're not sorry for him. You don't feel bad for him and you don't have empathy for him. And it doesn't mean that you don't care. But you destroying yourself for him well, how is that going to help anything? Because he won't appreciate it. He won't know what you're sacrificing. No, not at all. And yeah, you fucked up. You did a shitty thing. You cheated. <laughs> but it's done. What's done is done. Yeah, it didn't What's mean done is done. And the relationship ended, and it may be because of that. It, you know what I mean? But I don't. Uh, what's done is done. Nothing you do can 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 delete that from happening. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I think with it, the eating disorder and the drinking and the recreational drug use and stuff, track, you know, you sent me a letter and you were able to track when you would relapse, when it would get worse. And it is, it all seems to be tied to your happiness and so much of your happiness is tied to that relationship. If you're not happy, it's going to get worse. You need to, I mean, I would say set out like six months where if you can, totally. be not alone, but don't be with someone in that regard. Don't have that, like, tie. Like, Take the time to work on you. You know, get professional help. 
for the drinking, for the eating disorder. And there's a lot of things like, you, you know, working on yourself, you realise so much you know, this is a whole journey that you're going to go on and it's going to take you longer than six months. Maybe it'll take you two years. Maybe it'll take you fucking the rest of your life. But this is something that we all need to do as people. And I just think your circumstances are just sort of pushing that to the forefront a little little bit. Mm. And I think there's a lot... It's so hard to even contemplate doing this because it seems like such a ridiculous task. But, Mm. you know... See, when people that have survived really horrific things like wars and shit, people have asked them, like, how do they get through this? And they always say they just, like, focus on a task to just get through the day. And sometimes that's what getting over trauma is all about. Just making a plan and trying. Yeah, and, you know, it might not stick at first. It might not stick... The second or the third time, but you keep trying to do that. You but, need, but you need to simplify it. That plan can't include his bullshit. No hell no. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying like everyone needs to when they need to go on a, a journey of discovery, they have to be single necessarily. But if someone doesn't build you up and support you, then you don't have room for them in your life, and that's just it. And we've all had shitty boyfriends that like it drags out, and you just are like. You think you care about this person and all this, but then sometimes perspective, when you leave that, you realise, what the fuck was I doing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Love doesn't exist between people if they can't support each other. And You know what I mean? Yeah, and likewise, sometimes you can, two people can love each other but not be right for each other. Completely. So don't wait for him to get together with someone else. Don't worry about being a bitch. Don't worry that you cheated on him. You, despite the fact that happened, you've owned it. It You don't owe him anything. So you need to be the one to move on and you need to stay away and work on you. And then the next time, hopefully down the road, you meet someone, it'll be more of a mutually beneficial relationship where you can be right for each other and not something where there's a kind of, that this horrible dynamic, is a horrible power dynamic in that relationship. And mm-hmm. that's not good for you. You've gone from one extreme to the other in terms of men. And once you've worked on yourself, it'd be good to find a man or woman totally. in the middle somewhere. That would be what I would think. And I think my advice is plan, plan, plan your recovery from these things. Mm. You know, and that, what I mean by that is go down all these roads. Some of them won't be right. Try to do all these things that'll make you feel better. Therapy, yoga, meditating. Mindfulness. There's a, it's a really good self-harm app. Um, I'll put a link for it in the uh, show notes. A really great self-harm app, which you could probably, if you feel like your eating disorder has been triggered, if you mm. want to binge, you can maybe like look at that and it's it could cover you for that. There are, there are a lot of little things that you can do and incorporate into your life. And sometimes it's hard not to feel like a victim and and want it to just be fixed. But if you take a first couple of footsteps, the momentum can carry you to a much better place mentally. And what you you don't realise as well, sometimes I've been guilty of that. When I've progressed a little bit, I didn't realise even how bad I felt even at the time. Mm. Because I'm like, oh, is this what like you feel like after you've like had some sleep and some therapy, you know? Totally. And this journey is a difficult one. And not everyone has to 
dør. But... <laughs> you're definitely already on the first step. The fact you're able to identify so many aspects <clears throat> of where behaviour comes from and the fact that you're you're conflicted about your boyfriend, because I can tell from that, you're looking at it and you're going like, hey, I'm doing all these things. I know this on paper is terrible, but I love him. You already know how bad it is. You're you're just looking for confirmation, I think. And take this as your confirmation. Dump him, sis. Yeah, and you just need to do you. Focus on you. Yeah, you do you. Dump him, sis. You do you. That's our catchphrases. Okay. So I hope that has helped. Are you okay? Is there anything else you want to say about it? No, I'm good. But if you are struggling at all and you want to reach, you know, get back in touch, not that we are professionals in any way, but just even for moral support. I'm a professional gigolo. <laughs> so not very good for helping with problems. And if yeah. you want any, uh, talk to us about like, I don't know. Drop us if you, yeah yeah if 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 this has been helpful or unhelpful, just drop us an email back and uh, you can have, we can have a, a more of a talk of it off air. Totally. Because that's a thing that. And what she asked about help staying sober. Uh, well, I think professional help is the best for that, but I do think that you'll find it easier to stay sober if you're able to get away from that relationship or work. Part of it's the spiral and behaviour. You know what I mean? Like you, because you're spiraling, you drink, and you know what I mean. Because you're spiraling. ah, The cat's here to also give you advice. Berbatov says meow. Um, Yeah, a lot of this is like even with the eating disorder. Eating disorders are are tied to control because you're feeling so out of control and everything seems chaotic you are more likely to binge and you're more likely to then drink. And it, it, it's all this kind of knock-on effect. And that's why I just don't do anything fun anymore. Yes. I don't even smoke. God, I miss smoking. So give us a, an email. <laughs> Lisa, stop going back into the problem. Okay, sorry. Drop us an email if you want to speak anymore. Sorry. That's fine. You're just going to start all over again, aren't you? Sorry. You're like a problem-solving machine. Just wind you up and let you go. I'm sorry. That is fine. Shall we move on to our final problem? Yes. Are you ready for this bad boy? Yes. Change of pace time. <clears throat> this has been bothering me all day. And I've this is from Reddit, by the way, just to give you context. Okay. And I would have posted earlier had I not been around family the whole time. Before we start, do you know what Neopets is? Neopets? Yeah. No. Neopets is like a, a website. It's, I mean, it's like it's like Pokemon, but on a website, kind of. You right, trade, okay. There's pets, you trade I pets was going to guess it was something it's like just, that. It's some bullshit internet pet thing. Anyway, here we okay. go. Sorry, right, okay, so. <clears throat> right. So my girlfriend and I met on Neopets last year and finally started a relationship six months ago. She lives a state away, but we still see each other every weekend. I had her over for Christmas this year and things were going smoothly until this morning when I checked my Neopets account and I had zero Neo points. <gasps> I was like, how could this be? So I checked my history and it turns out I, oh my God, I transferred all one, sorry, like, no, I'm, I'm getting freaked out by this number. I transferred all 17,800,473 of my Neo points to her account. Please say this is what I think this is. This isn't possible because, number one, I would never do that. Yeah. And number two, I was still asleep at the time of the transaction. Oh. The only conclusion I could come to oh, is that she, she went on my computer while I was asleep and stole all of my Neopoints. I've been playing Neopets since 2005 oh. and it took lots of work for me to get all of those points. 
I feel betrayed and hurt and angry at the same time and I don't know how to confront her. I wanted to have a good holiday, but it seems like it's ruined. What kind of narcissistic, Machiavellian bitch, hey, whoa, buddy, that's bad language, would do this to her own boyfriend? I'm hoping that it was an accident and she'll give the money back, but right now I'm too furious to even discuss it. Is it an overreaction to consider breaking up over this? No, but oh my god. Firstly, one, I love this problem. It's amazing. Yes. Oh god, sometimes I realise how loud I am on this. I'm so sorry to the people just hear me just screaming down their ear. Ah, Dulcet Scottish voice. Firstly, I love this problem. Second of all, I mean, I'm so tired because one, I think I'm like, she's iconic. She's literally a Neopets digger. Like, she's like a gold <laughs> digger from yeah. Neopets. Oh my Cash. God. Is it currency? I'm not, it's not clear. Second of all, I'm really interested to know, is she still there? Yes. Like, that's what I'm like, yeah, she's, fucking confront her. Be like, where's all my Neopets money, bitch? Yeah, give me my fucking... Don't call her a bitch. It's a man yeah, should hey, never I, call hey, a woman hey, a bitch. Hey, that's, yeah, you can say you can Where's say all bitch? my Neopets money, Lady, madam, excuse, excuse me, madam, tip my fedora. Dost thou happen to know where all my fucking neopoints went, <laughs> motherfucker? Right. right, yeah. That's what you need to say to her. Yeah. Um, I think absolutely grounds for a breakup. Yeah, completely. Because you know what, right? I know we're laughing about this because it's neopets and it's amazing and it's iconic, but that's such a betrayal. Yeah, it's like it's 2005. Like, such a long time he's been doing. No, God, fucking thirteen years of collecting neopoints. And you know what the worst thing is. You know, he doesn't sound like the worst guy. He said, I mean, he used the B word a little bit freely. But other than that, he seems okay. I mean, he is like 10 years older than her. Do you think? Oh, I said, no, sorry, I actually have that. Because it's Reddit. So when people put the title on Reddit, they put their age. Um, and the, so girlfriend, 22 female, stole all my 34 male neopoints. Ah, uh, okay. So she's literally just like, you know, fuck, I'm going to get me some neopoints by sleeping with this neckbeard. It's going to be awesome. I mean, look. I mean, I guess she's paid for that, though. Has she? The hustle. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the point. Yeah, good point. I mean, part of me feels bad, but once again, sir, you're 34. Did you feel, did you really feel that kind of freely entitled to a 22-year-old girl's body? That's really creepy. Ugh, what do you mean? Of course he did. Right, well, I'm still going to call he him thinks out, he's, it? He thinks he's some sort of Neopets... The Neopets pimp. Neopets pimp stud. That's probably his Neopets name. Oh, like Pink, Pink Daddy is. 69 yeah, or something. It is. Yeah. No, it's definitely. But... I bet it's like Instagram handle. It's like Neopets Sluts 101 or something. Yeah, so if he wasn't a total trash boy... Um, I mean, which this he probably is such is. a betrayal, though. Like, it is, a bit, I mean, exactly. forget, forget that it's Neopets and, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean... This is such a betrayal. It's like it's like Come you know, on. some people. I'm gonna ho- Google Neopets. Some people, yeah, you Google Neopets, right? Some people, as a hobby, collect Neopets and sell them for Neopoints. Some is that people what it is. Is it for outfits? Is that what the money's for? Maybe. In my head, some, it's outfits. You need to give them like little hats and everything. Some people catch butterflies is and it pets? press them. Yeah, pets. Neopets. N e o p e t s. And some people press butterflies in a book. Some people build up a classic car in the garage. And it's not like any of these things really have any kind of logical end where you've got any kind of achievement. Oh, it's a fucking, you can build them a little house. Cute. It's a, it's a hobby. Should I get into Neopets? Imagine oh, should... look, they have a Christmas tree and a cat. It's got a Christmas jumper on it. Cute. Okay, so Lisa's enjoying some Neopets. Oh, right look, now. this one's called Bruce. Okay, so Lisa loves Neopets. 
I mean, you know me, I just can never be committed to stuff, but like this. I'm not really into stuff like this, but but it's very cute. So Lisa loves Neopets now. Yeah, no, I'm intrigued. Anyway, what I was saying was, it's just a hobby. It's a way of wasting time and burning off steam. Ooh, ghoul catchers. And stealing someone's... It's like stealing It's like stealing a classic car that someone built up in the garage, except a lot more lame and modern. Well, no, it doesn't matter. It's like stealing anything from them. Like, bitch, that's yours. She stole that. Call the police. I can't call them. Call I mean, the police. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. Yeah, call the police. Call yeah. the actual police. Yeah, see what they say. How is that not a theft? I'll also record the phone call so I can <laughs> hear it. Please. Um, yeah, call the police. <laughs> yeah, my neopoints. Fuck it. So, call sorry, the FBI. Call, my call the FBI. Call yeah, the FBI. Like, tag them on fucking Twitter. At yeah. FBI. Neopoints stolen. Capital crime. Must be investigated. Yeah, or just say a crime, a theft... This person stole something from a barber. Get them out to your house. Yes. Then, like, give it, like, a good time. Like, really try and avoid talk about what She stole 17 million from me. Yes. 17 million dollars, sir. (laughs) No, neopoints. Yes. They're worth more than a dollar. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And also, I would advise you to talk at great length about your... I'm assuming you have favourite neopets or ones you've created. Yeah. Or your preferred one. I would talk a lot about... Right, hold on. What is it? Doesn't have an about. I feel like you, Neopets are again. You just assume everyone knows what this is. Oh, look at Lisa clicking on Neopets, giving over her data. Yes, that's true. That's a callback. Do you like that? Ah, there's like some sort of tat. Is he a tiger? He's dressed like Indiana Jones. Let me see him then. You're hiding all the Neopets from me. I mean, it's such a bad website. You don't even have like mobile, like a mobile site. Oh my god, site. this is actually going to steal Almost, your credit card details. Right? What is this bullshit? Wait, is it, it's like Blue Tony well, the Tiger. Well, screw you Neopets because I don't have a fucking credit it's card. It's like Blue Robin Hood Tony the Tiger. It's garbage. What's this guy too? It's like a mummy dragon. Premium. Not like a mother dragon, but like an Egyptian mummy. I mean, honestly, this is just the website is... Look, ghoul catchers. What's this bullshit, right? Okay, Neopets. Awful. Okay, can you get off Neopets now? You can play with your Neopets later. We're trying to put the world to rights just now. I mean, honestly, it just looks so shit. Look, it's what his hobby is. Yeah, the, and that's fine. The what theft I'm, of digital currency is very serious. Is it because you're worried someone steals your World of Warcraft goals? Yes. <laughs> because I know, I know that if you use PayPal to purchase digital currency and you get ripped off, PayPal will not refund you because they do not acknowledge digital currency as a genuine transaction. How fucked up is that? What if I was to purchase some World of Warcraft services and I was to be fooled? I would have just spent real money on nothing. (laughs) Yeah, well, the life lesson here is... Become a criminal and (laughs) fake sell digital currency for World of Warcraft on PayPal and keep all the money without doing anything. Or... Yeah. Or... Or... Don't play World of Warcraft, I think, but what I was getting... Definitely what I was getting you, at. You, you think I should move from World of Warcraft to Neopets, yeah? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we could it's do better it. not be so you can steal my Neopoints. <laughs> yeah, or the stole them. Stole I can't them. believe she's still in the house. Yeah, I know, but like, she's just like, is, eating... She's, what is it, Christmas Day? She's like, eating turkey yeah, sandwiches she, with she, your mum, and she's just like sitting there, and you're just like, mm, oh, my 17 million uh, Neopets. Sorry, can I ask, what's up with her as well? Imagine just like literally stealing all of someone's something. And then just pure sitting across the table from them. Being I like, feel like this is her first crime. She doesn't seem experienced. Like I feel like the basic rule of all criminal activities: once you commit said crime, you get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Like, or is the fact that she's lingering about? So I don't understand. Is it some what sort is this of Hannah and the wardrobe of, of adventure? No, Ooh, Lisa, that's, you know that, that's Narnia. You just stole that. No one she's, can see the Neopets, Lisa. Well, this is everyone, a podcast, right? Not a look at Neopets cast. Well, everyone has the access to the internet. I'm sure. You can Google Neopets. I was going to project a weird kink onto them, but you've ruined them by talking about Neopets again. Oh, haunted, surely. Fuck me. 
Lost City Lanes. I don't know what these are. Oh my god. Well, I mean. It just says categories. I don't know what that means. Like the School of Dragons is is the dragon film. That dragon film. You know, how, how to Train Your dragon. dragon. Right, okay, so. So Neopets is just a bunch of sort of thinly veiled copyright ripoffs. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of feels like it's an amalgam of lots of things that already exist just in one thing. Okay. Like there's like games, it says. There's card and board games. I don't know what this is. All right, I'm looking at Neopets now then. Fuck I mean, it. honestly, you've, if, you've it, already if ruined anyone the podcast, can tell I'll, just, us, I'll look at it as well. Have I ruined it? No. Fashion fever. Let's have a look at Neopets. What's Ooh, going on Neopets? Itchy invasion. Oh, this is pretty good. That looks like a turtle. Oh, I want that. Uh, look at this bitch, though. Gross. Hey, she's a human. She didn't belong in Neopets. Yeah. All right. Co- um, Cold War tactics. Okay, I feel like we should go and start looking at, looking at Neopets now. Uh, what's your final wrap-up advice for this guy? Sorry, did I ruin it with the Neopets thing? I just don't understand that. I've never heard of it. So, I mean, honestly, call the police. Call the police. Uh, digital currency is... Oh, look at this guy. It's Tony the Tiger himself there. Yeah, um, digital currency is... Tony the Tiger, you just keep repeating that. You're yeah. like an old man. You're like, you know what you are? It's like a Minions meme mum. I am a Minions meme mum. Tony the Tiger. That's Dave's pure animated references right there. Right. Look at you me shaming you and your animated references. Do you know could, sorry, could you just uh, shut up and wrap this up while I look at Neopets? Yeah. Call the police on that. Yeah. Fucking... Neopet stealing bitch. Right, but don't call her a bitch. That's not. I'm allowed not, to do that. That's not your word to use. Mutant graveyard of doom two. Oh, I haven't seen the first one. <laughs> right. Oh, laughed at my own joke. Trot rods, battle them. <laughs> laughed at my own joke. Yeah, oh, did. No, it's went to shit. It's went to shit. It's went to right, shit. We're off to play Neopets. Love you. Love you. Bye. bye.